Welcome to the Hotel Moment Podcast, presented by Revenate, the podcast where we talk to leaders in the hospitality industry. If you're looking for trends, perspectives, and stories from leaders in travel and hospitality, you're in the right place. Hello and welcome everyone to the Hotel Moment Podcast. I am your host, Karen Stevens, the CRO of Revenate. And I am so delighted to be joined today by Dr. Jeffrey O, who is the CEO of St. Justine. Welcome, Jeffrey. Karen, it's truly a pleasure to chat with you. I appreciate your finding time to uh, set up this uh, conversation. Thank you. Oh, well, I have to tell you, I have been very excited myself because today we are going to get into the world of not just luxury, but ultra luxury. So I think, you know, like myself, like I'm sure many of us who are in this industry love hotels, love hospitality, but you are really uh, working in a, in a segment that is so wonderful and beautiful. So I'm very excited to jump in. Thank you for being here. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great. So before we get going, I always ask my guests, I've got five questions just to kind of warm us up and give our audience a little bit more of an idea of who you are. So if you'll indulge me, I'll start with our first question, which is, when did you start work in the hotel industry? And do you remember your first day on the job? I certainly do. I started working in hotels in 1994. I was working in a property, a married property in Baltimore, Maryland, on a street called Pratt Street. I still remember that. It's a long time ago. And uh, first day on the job was, uh, it was exciting. It wasn't eventful in, in a negative way. It was just exciting. I was eager to get started. And I just uh, wanted to dig in. It was fun. I had lots of support. And uh, it, was, it was great. I love that. All right. Second question. What was the most uplifting moment so far in your career? Oh, where do I start, right? I've had so many. I have (laughs) so many. But one that really comes to mind is that it was a very special moment for me. I was working in a married hotel uh, in Texas, and uh, I had a gentleman and his wife and their young daughter come up to the front desk, and I interacted with them during their stay and checked on them several times to make sure they were having a great stay. And the young girl was probably eight or nine or 10. I can't quite remember how old she was. Actually walked up to me and said, when I grew up, I'd like to be a hotel manager. So she was having a conversation with her parents. And I was there and she looked at me and said, I'd like to be a hotel manager when I grew up. And, and I was deeply touched by that because, you know, you don't often find people saying, when I grew up, I want to be a hotel manager. You know, people say, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer. I want to you know, be an engineer and all of that. You don't find as many people as who should. I mean, in my opinion, I think more folks need to embrace hospitality. And I think more people need to have aspirations of having careers in hospitality. So I was quite touched by that. It was a very small moment. It wasn't, to most people, they probably would laugh at this and say, oh my God, that's nothing. To me, it was everything coming from such a young person. And I was quite touched. And I thought that was just brilliant. And I still remember that. Yeah, that's really sweet. And you never know when you're inspiring people. So how cool, <laughs> especially a young person. That's really cool. Okay, so the, now the, this is going to be, like I said, I asked all of my guests this, but I'm really looking forward to this answer for you from you. So what is the most striking experience that you've had personally so far in terms of a holiday or a stay or food? So in your personal experience, what have you done that has been the most striking? And I'm, I'm sure you have a long list, but I've had, I mean, I've had wonderful experiences. I travel all over the world. I'm in different hotels, different, you know, countries, continents. So, you know, I travel quite a bit. So 
where you're so used to traveling and encountering amazing hospitality and at times hospitality that falls a little bit short, you know, you sort of, I don't want to say sort of set a high bar, right? But I remember going to Jamaica with my wife on, on a visit years and years ago, and I'm not going to mention a property. I don't want to be plugging a particular property, but this property was absolutely amazing. And we walked into the property and the general manager, the front office manager, came out of the hotel to welcome us right in front as soon as we pulled up, right in front of the building. It was a small, intimate hotel, probably 80 or 75 odd rooms. And they came out to welcome my wife and I right outside, you know, the building. And then, you know, we walk into the, into the hotel, we went to the counter to check, check in the front desk, uh, reception desk to check in. And they said to my wife, you don't have to wait in line. You guys don't have to wait in line here. Come over here, sit over here, and we're going to, you know, check you in, and we're going to bring your keys over to you. So we went and sat in this area, this nicely appointed area, and they brought us, you know, coffee and wine and offered us, you know, all these different, uh, you know, things, and we're really excited by that. And then brought us the keys, checked us in, and then after checking us in, I remember the gentleman saying to my wife, ma'am, let me take your bags from you. Let me take your, you know, purse, your pocketbook. You don't need to walk around with that. And I tell you, if you know my wife, she's not going to part with her pocketbook. Absolutely not. She's yeah, not going no to let woman you does, have it. Dr. Jeffrey. So she, does. Yeah, so she paused and looked at this gentleman like, I'm not giving you my pocketbook. But the guy insisted. He said, listen, I promise you only save hands. I, you don't, when you're here, you're in safe hands. You don't have to have any sort of burden. You don't need to carry anything. You don't need to do any work. You need to just be here to relax and have an amazing time. So my wife reluctantly handed over her pocketbook to this gentleman, and the gentleman walked us around the building. He showed us the building. Here's the restaurant. Here's the second restaurant. Here's the bar. You know, here's the pool. I mean, walked us around, you know, did a tour of the, of the hotel before taking us to our room. Now, get this. We get to our room, and he has the key. Before he opens the door, he takes his shoes off, and I'll never forget this. He takes his shoes off like he's about to walk into hallowed ground. He takes his shoes off and then he lets us into the room. So I am just blown away because it's like, my goodness, this is amazing. And this is just the arrival experience, nothing else, just the arrival experience. So I was almost tempted to take my own shoes off. Then I thought to myself, no, I'm not taking my shoes off. I paid for this room. I'm not taking my <laughs> shoes off. Anyway, but the arrival experience was so absolutely brilliant, so perfectly choreographed, orchestrated, that it blew me away from the GM coming out, the front office manager coming out, offering us champagne and, 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 and wine and, 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 you know, coffee and tea, choose whichever one you want. And then taking my wife's bags, walking us around the property, taking us to the room, and then, you know, opening the door, taking his shoes off, and he walked us into the room, and it was just amazing. I thought that was just remarkable hospitality. I've had many amazing experiences, but that one certainly sticks out. Wow, that's fantastic. And I, I love it that, you know, it's all about that very first impression that really sets the tone for the whole stay. And then you can really relax and just enjoy that. It's fantastic. Okay, so the next question. Have you met any celebrities while you've been working in hospitality? I have met several. I've met many, many celebrities. I'm not going to uh, tell their names, obviously. Okay. I, you know, I don't, obviously. Not you have a to, name dropper. Yeah, I have to protect, <laughs> uh, protect their privacy, and I don't want to mention their names. But I tell you, I've met several in, in my uh, hotel life, you know, people who are, you know, household names, folks who are just, you know, really, you know, great people. 
And I've met a few who are not quite as nice as you would expect them to be, but I thought maybe they were having a bad day and they just, uh, maybe they had a rough flight. Maybe they just, you know, have their own issues, uh, had their own issues going on and they weren't terribly friendly to my team members, a couple of them. But most of the folks that I've encountered who are celebrities, who are famous people, have been really, really pleasant to deal with, really, really just you know, great people. So wonderful people. Very, very, you know, I've met quite a few, quite a few, yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure going to, I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I think our audience will understand more when we talk a little bit more about your business today, uh, because you know, that's all part of the part of the thing, right? It's respecting that privacy. Okay, last question. Who are the women at work you have been most inspired by? Oh, where do I even start? <laughs> How much time do you have? I'm how so much glad. Time, how much time do you have? How many names? Is it like a cap on the number of names that I can mention? Because there's so many. So let's many, do. Many. Let's do. Uh, let's do two. I know that's really hard, and yes. we'll just say that I know that there's a lot of lot of amazing women. So if you can think of two for me, that's that very very amazing. difficult. It really is. Two will be very very difficult. I'm yeah. going to be living a lot of folks out. And, uh, you know, I'll mention Aradana Koala, who's a great friend of mine and uh, just an amazing lady in hospitality based in the UK. She does a lot of great things for the industry. I'm a huge fan of our work. There's Letitia Proctor, who's, uh, you know, an amazing lady, does great things. I mean, how many can I name? I mean, I wish I could, you know, you let me name eight or nine or 10 and, uh, you know, but you don't have enough time. But there's so many wonderful folks who are doing amazing things, people that I'm learning from on a daily basis will help me grow as a person. And uh, that's just two names, right? A lot more of them that I can I can name, you know, Andra Belfanti and many others, Peggy Berg, and, and it's just so many, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> where do Which I even start? Which is wonderful. Start? What a great, what a great problem to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Where do> I <laughs> <even> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. So now I'm excited to jump in and really talk about St. Justine. So if you could give us a little bit of an idea of what that is for our, our audience members who are not familiar yet with the brand yeah. and the concept. Thank you. I appreciate that. St. Justine really is an ultra luxe brand that's like uh, no other brand. I mean, the execution of the brand, the, the kind of ideas we implement and that we're rolling out, we're planning to roll out are just things that you don't see with any of the brands that are out there. There are many amazing ultra luxe brands out there. But the word ultra lux is often binded around, people bandy that term around very, you know, they sort of throw it around quite often. Oh, luxury, ultra lux. Luxury really has to be discriminating in a positive way. Luxury has to be different. Luxury has to say, we can't do that, but we'll do this, you know? So it's really having those aspirations of delivering the most amazing experiences that anyone can possibly find. We believe that luxury is not predicated on how great the spaces you've got are. Luxury is really predicated on not just the spaces, but also the people. It's about great people delivering great service in great spaces. So you've got hotels that are beautiful. They look very nice. You walk into them. They're very sterile. There's no humanity there. There's no warmth. There's no personality there, right? Because all that people focus on is just, you know, the experience, a physical, physical plant, a physical asset. So we are focused on developing assets where the people who work in these assets are 100% focused on taking care of people who have a very humble spirit. Because you cannot truly deliver hospitality if you're not humble. I mean, service comes from to serve. You have to be able to serve. I mean, we all know the story of, of, of uh, 
famous person. I'm not going to mention your name because obviously this is not uh, it's not that kind of you know podcast. But who washed the feet of their followers, right? Out of humility. And there are people who are amazing leaders, and I think the best leaders are leaders who are humble. And if we are working in hospitality, we're dealing with people from different cultures, different ethnicities, different countries. We have to always be humble. We have to always put ourselves aside, right? And no, say, oh, I can't do that because I am this. So we are all about delivering all the trimmings, all the flourishes of luxury, of ultra luxury. But we also want to do it in a fashion that's compassionate, that's very humble. You know, and that's really important. You don't have to have your nose up in the air to deliver luxury to anyone. So a lot of brains think, oh, you have to do that. You have to be stiff. You have to be not warm. You have to just know. You have to be like the guards at Buckingham Palace. And you just see them. They don't really respond to you. They're there. You know, they're great people, but, you know, they're just kind of there, right? So hospitality needs to be warm. And, and St. Justin is all about that. In terms of creating an experience that 360 absolutely superlative. That's absolutely out of this planet in terms of the arrival, the departure, the in-stay, the amenities that you get, how they deliver it to you, the, the intense level of personalization to a degree that's almost obsessive. That's actually obsessive. So luxury is an obsession. You know, doing things that absolutely wow the individual and have them are so amazed that they think, oh my God, I've never had this done to me in any hotel I've ever been. So for us, it's all about customization. It's all about personalization. And it's all about humility. Being able to do all of these things in the aggregate. And people see that. They see how much passion you have for them, how much you care about them, how you're willing to go the distance to take care of them and not just talk about it. And I say, oh, my God. Every person that we meet, I send just Justin, for us, is royalty. And we truly mean that. Royalty. You come in and send Justin property, you're going to be treated like royalty. And that's so critically important to us. If you have a complaint, we're going to make sure that complaint is absolutely resolved. You're going to get calls from the people who run the company, not just people who run a particular hotel, to say, listen, we're sorry. You're going to get calls from people who typically would not pick up the phone to call a guest. And they'll call and sincerely say, you know, I apologize. How can I make it right? I'd like to offer you this. I'd like to do this. And really show true humility. So... Obviously, I could go on and on and on all day. You know, you don't have enough time. I think you've got only 30 minutes. But again, it's all about humility, extraordinary hospitality, delivery humility, great amenities, great spaces, 360 hospitality, round the clock, reflexive, always there, always there, no excuses at any time. That's fantastic. And I understand there's kind of three pieces of it, correct? So there's SJ Lux which is a, a technology platform. Can you talk a little bit about the underpinnings if we just kind of go through each of the sections? So let's start with, with SJ Lux. What is that? I appreciate that. SJ Lux obviously stands from St. Justin Lux, Luxury, right? XJ Lux. XJ Lux is a tech platform. Some have mentioned or liking it. A few people that we've spoken to said, oh, it's like Airbnb, right? Airbnb is a terrific brand. But XJ Lux is different because we are offering the full spectrum of luxury assets on one platform. So when you go on XJ Lux, you're going to be able to book a private jet if you want to. You're going to be able to book a private yacht if you want to. If you want a submarine that's going to have you do an undersea expedition, you're going to be able to do that. If there's someone offering an experience to go to space, assuming you were a company that's offering that, you're going to be able to book that. Luxury properties, of course, are going to be on the platform. Uh, luxury villas are going to be on the platform. 
people are going to be able to book experiences, customized experiences, curated experiences for them. And every person who uses the platform is going to have access to curation. So you don't just book and go away. You don't just book and get an email. You book and you get the follow-up. You book and you get people follow up with you, not only after you've booked, but during your stay and after your stay. For instance, you go to stay at a, at a villa in Provence or you go to stay in, in, uh, in a place in Monaco or Miami or somewhere. When you stay at a property that's a St. Justin property in any of those places I mentioned as examples, you are not going to go in there and not have service because some facilities, some peer-to-peer -peer lodging you know, places don't offer the service. So I go on vacation. My wife and I love to travel. We travel quite a bit, you know, different parts of the world. So you go to a, a house that you're renting on vacation. It's supposed to be luxury. But there you are, you're doing dishes on your luxury vacation that you've been planning all year. There you are, you're vacuuming a carpet because, you know, the kids have crumbs all over the floor. There you are doing dishes. You get what I mean? So in my opinion, that's not a luxury vacation because when I go on a luxury vacation, I want to unplug. I want to absolutely unplug and not have to worry about doing laundry, doing dishes, you know, vacuuming and all that kind of stuff. So at the same Justin property, every property on that platform is going to offer services, which means you're going to have access to a concierge. You're going to have access to a butler. If you wanted a chauffeur to take you somewhere, you're going to be able to get access to that. If you wanted a fitness trainer to come to your rent to a residential property that you're renting or hotel where you're staying, you're going to be able to have access to all of that. That's true luxury. Luxury is about going the distance, not doing it halfway. So all of this is what the SG Lux platform is about. So yachts, jets, luxury hotels, luxury villas, you know, private islands. If you wanted to rent a private island, if you wanted to rent an art museum with your husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend or significant you know, other for one day, you can get all of that done. All of these experiences can be curated, customized for you. And then you have folks who are going to follow up with you, check on every aspect of your stay and make sure that it's absolutely what it should be. And if you fall short, then you're going to have the service recovery that needs to take place to make sure that we do not lose you as a customer. It's really taking luxury to a level that's really stratospheric, if I can use that term, where we are managing every aspect of the stay to a level that's really nano, that's really, really obsessive. I love that. What a great concept, because you're really able to have access to all of this. You know, as you mentioned, it could be a jet, it could be a yacht, it could be a private home, could be, of course, a luxury, beautiful luxury hotels all over the world. But it has that kind of extra layer of a curated, almost sounds like a, you know, a concierge service, a curated service to just make sure like, in addition to the beautiful hotel and the staff here, you have another layer is that the way to think about it? Yes, you do. Okay. And all of those folks are the ones working behind the scenes and in the front lines, working making together. sure that your experience lives up to the expectation, to your expectations. Not just lives up to it, but absolutely exceeds your expectations. So all of that, you're going to make sure all those pieces happen. And then we've got a really interesting AI you know, technology that we're building into the enterprise that's going to do a high level of profiling where you, we know everything about you that you want us to know about in a, in a great way that we can use to customize experience to a level that's really, again, obsessive. Obsessive, I mean, a level of detail that is really, really obsessive. And so all of that is built in. So the SJ Lux is that platform, a one-stop shop for Lux Street, all things Lux Street. 
So you have, again, hotels, luxury properties, you know, jets, you know, islands, experiences, excursions, you know, all of that on one platform. So it's, it's a massive undertaking, but truly, truly exciting. And we can't wait to, uh, to have it launched. Technology is already, is already built, is already developed. We just have to launch it. So we're going through the better testing phase currently, but it's all done, completely done. And we expect that in the next, uh, probably by May of this year, we're going to be able to go live with the first batch of luxury assets on that platform. So really, really exciting uh, XJ Logs. Yeah, that is wonderful. You know, you're speaking my language when you want to talk about artificial intelligence and using it for good. Uh, you know, we we also have a platform where we use machine learning and take in a lot of profile data to help hoteliers market to specific segments and also take care of them on property. And I think what's important to note, well, first of all, we know that consumers don't mind you using their data if you're using it carefully and you're delivering value, right? So I can only imagine, you know, one of your members they might not know where they want to go. If the world is your oyster, <laughs> you know, all of these experiences. So to, to be able to leverage technology to deliver curated, like maybe these look good to you. Would you like this? And you can kind of tell. So I think that that's super exciting. So the next part of this is the Infinity Lux Travel Club. So what is that all about? Yeah, Infinity Logs is an extension of XJ Logs. Actually, you're going to be able to go to XJ Logs and you click a button and it's going to take you into Infinity Logs. Infinity Logs is conceived as the world's most exclusive and most expensive travel club. So it's really, it's really an invitation only club where certain people who are, you know, really high network individuals who are looking for such access and convenience are going to be able to have all of their travel managed. And it's not a conscious service in the traditional sense that people are helping you book travel. It's actually you getting access to certain benefits by being a member of Infinity Locks. It's you also having access to a world of people who've got a lot of money. Because think of it as like a network. So you've got not just access to the luxury assets that you're going to be able to access by being a member of Infinity Locks, but then you also have people who are your fellow members or people who are very, very successful, you know, CEOs and celebrities and all of these folks, you know, who are high network individuals who are part of that. And these folks get membership benefits. So if you're a member of Infinity Locks, for instance, you could decide that you want, you know, to book a trip last minute to somewhere, you know, London, New York, Milan, somewhere. And all you have to do is just let us know. And we have your own person who's assigned to you. You take care of everything that you want from booking the jet, booking, you know, the stopover if you need to stop somewhere. If you want to, you know, go on a cruise, you know, a private cruise, anything you can possibly want that can be done that's within the realm of possibility is going to be taken care of. And not only do you have access to these assets by virtue of your membership, which is pretty hefty. It's a hefty membership fee, right? Again, it's invitation only. It's not every, it's not for everyone. Once you, then you also have access to all the people who are part of Infinity Locks that you're going to be able to interact with, you know, online and offline. So that's it. That's it. Wow, that is cool. I mean, you know, one can only hope. One can aspire that maybe someday you get invited to something like that, right? So, okay, then the last piece of the puzzle, you're actually opening up your own your own hotels, your own branded St. Justine Hotels. Is that right? Where's- we do. We actually have got uh, St. Justine, the ultra-lux properties uh, coming online, and then we've got Just Hotels as well, which is actually 
I'm just mentioning it now for the first time. We haven't actually launched that yet. That's going to be launched in, in the next uh, couple of months. You're going to start hearing about Just Hotels and that's JOS. So Just Hotels is the upscale brand within the, our family of brands. So Just Hotels, you know, when you think upscale, you think about Marriott, Hamilton, and Hyatt. So that will be Just Hotels. That will be sort of in that category. St. Justine, obviously, is an ultra-lux brand. So we know there are only going to be a few properties that fit that profile of ultra-lux. If you think about Four Seasons and Rescalton, there are only so many of them across the globe, right? You're not going to find, you know, 2,000 Four Seasons hotels or 2,000 Rescaltons. You're probably going to find, I don't know what the current count is, it changes, you know, often, but it's probably 150 or around that area, give or take 10, you know, something like that. And there's a reason for that. Because ultra long street is exclusive, right? If it's on every corner, you know, yeah. if it's on every corner, then it's not it's not no ultra. No offense to the other mid-sized brands, yeah, but yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's on every corner, it is not it's not yeah. ultra long. It's just it's just what it is. So but we've got some exciting locations coming up that we're really, really happy about. We've got Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, we've got Dubai, we've got Miami. These are markets we're really, really interested in. There's a, a potential location we're looking at in California currently. We don't know how that's going to work out, but really exciting stuff that, that's going on. We can't wait to have the first property online so folks can actually walk in and see what the St. Justin experience, all that hoopla about St. Justin is truly about. And again, if you look at the folks behind the brand, these are folks who are steeped you know, in lock streaming. That's what that's what the calling card is. These are, these are folks who understand it. They've done it at different levels and they get what it takes to create an experience. It's absolutely extraordinary for customers, for guests. Absolutely. Just for our listeners out there, it's really the who's who of luxury that it sits on the board of directors for, for this company. So I, I encourage everybody to go have a look. Um, this is this is the real deal. And it's very exciting to have this, you know, <laughs> this level of hotel out there. It's going to be really cool. All right. Well, you know, I just wanted to hit a little bit more since this is a technology platform or a technology podcast, but how do you think hotels can be technology forward while complementing and respecting the human element of hospitality, which is the staff? So you talked a lot about staff. How can technology complement that so that whether you're giving, obviously you're giving the ultra luxe level of service, but I think, you know, for all hotels, services at the center, how can technology complement that? Yeah, I think technology should be used to enhance what hotels do, obviously. And that's a truism, right? I'm stating the obvious. I think when we talk about things like robots and AI and all of these technologies, there are people who get a bit apprehensive. They're like, oh my God, you're going to take away people's jobs. You're going to dehumanize, depersonalize, you know, the whole concept of hospitality. I think technology is wonderful. I think it can be used to enhance what we already do, to personalize experience, to customize experience, to enhance all the processes that we've got going on in our properties. So that's my view of of technology. I think I don't see it as something that's going to get in the way of the human interaction if companies are smart in adopting technology, right? You don't want to have technology replace humans but you want to have technology augment or, or you know, enhance what people are doing to create efficiencies and make things easier for the associates and also for the guests. So that's what my view has been. I've always said this, that you know, technology is like a moving train. You can stand in front of it or you can get inside of it. That's my belief. So we don't have any choice. For those of us in hospitality, we can moan and cry all we want. Oh my God, all these apps, all this AI, all these robots, all of that. 
Well, every industry is getting impacted by technology, right? It's it's the, it's like a wind that's blowing. It's going to affect everyone. That's you know that's that's an industry. We are not going to be exempt, exempt from it. We need to find ways to capitalize on it, to monetize it, right? To, to use it to drive returns, higher returns for our stakeholders. We can't take the approach of oh my god, this thing is you know the big bad wolf that's coming to devour you know our lives as we know it. So technology should be an enhancer, if I can use that term. Yes. yes. And I love the train analogy, too. That's a really good one. You're either on it or you're standing next to it and it's passing you by. So where you're do you want to be? Run over. <laughs> Get, on That's Absolutely. Absolutely. Get on the train. Absolutely. And companies like yours, have, you know, you've really leveraged technology to support hotels. I mean, what Revenade does is truly impressive. And I'm not saying this because you obviously interviewed me on, on, on your podcast, but you are doing great work. You're allowing people, you know, collating guest feedback, right? You, you have a platform where you're able to take that guest feedback, provide it to hotels, and they can learn from it. Take those learnings and use them to improve guest, you know, customer service delivery and improve their guest satisfaction scores. That is so critically important. That feedback loop, that feedback is so critically important. So your work is impacting hotels and helping them know their customers, know how their customers are thinking, and helping improve the experience that they deliver to their customers. So that's a great example of how technology can be leveraged to you know, yield positive outcomes for not only associates, but also the end users, I mean, the customers who are receiving you know, the service. The service. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. We we do have a long history in guest feedback. That's where we started. And I think that that remains kind of the, the core of understanding of, of what we do. But I think what's been really cool over the last few years and a lot of what we're releasing this year is actually leveraging all of the data that comes into a property, whether it's from a PMS or a POS and collating that into a risk guest profile, applying the machine learning. So it's really what you mentioned about AI and being able to power all of that has been very exciting, and we've been able to evolve that over time. So, but thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You have been, uh, you know, a pace setter in that in that category. I mean, there are many tech companies in the hospitality space, but you're certainly, you know, readily comes to mind. I mean, oh, thank you, because you've done it for so long and you you built up your brand equity, you know, a long time ago. So, you know, congratulations on your success. Thank you. All we do is hospitality, which, and I'm really grateful for that because that I love this industry so much and everybody I get on this podcast, I just, it's, it's so fun to hear about how people came into the industry and how much we all love it. I mean, we could all go sell anything, you know, you could be selling luxury cars, you could be selling anything, but hospitality just has that special, special thing. So I love it. When I meet people who are hospitality people, I feel that these are my people. These are kindred souls. These are people who speak my language, and you feel connected with them in a way that you never, you know, you never feel like anyone is a stranger. I mean, I, I meet people and I feel like I've known them. I've never met you before, but I feel like I've known you all my life. Just in the past, uh, you know, several minutes that we've been, you know, having this conversation. So, hospitality is something that once you catch that bug, so to speak, you know, I probably shouldn't use that analogy, that that line because I <laughs> I'm recovering from a bug, like I mentioned to you prior to. Right. The- Right to this, right to this call. But once, once, once it bites you, once, you, once you get into that spirit, it, it just it engulfs you really. And I love what I do. I love hospitality. I would not want any other industry, and I don't know why. For the life of me, you know, more people would not want to get into our industry. It's a beautiful industry. 
I'm a shameless panderer when you know <laughs> I'll plug the hospitality industry shamelessly. I mean, I, that's my life's work, and I, I, you know, I'm eager to evangelize about the industry that we love so much. It's amazing. The people are amazing, and I say to people who are not working in hospitality, who are looking for work, come check us out. This is the uh, best place to be. Come check us out. Best. It's the best. We're inspiring dreams and helping people relax and have beautiful life experiences. What could be better, right? What it. could be better? I, love it. I feel like oh. we're in church. I know, right? Amen. <laughs> I feel like saying amen. Amen. <laughs> Let's amen. Do it. amen. All right. Amen. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you, Dr. Jeffrey O. This has been amazing. Can you tell our, our listeners where to find more information on St. Justine? Yeah, St. Justine, you can go to stjustine.logstree or you can go to stjustinehotels.com. You're going to find information about uh, all of our different initiatives. We've got a few more things coming up, but we don't have enough time to cover all of them on this, on this particular podcast. So I appreciate you giving me time and I thank you for the work that you and Revenate are doing. I really appreciate it, and I thank you for your time. Awesome. Thank you very much. It's been a delight. Thank you. You're kind. Thank you. Have a lovely rest of the week. (laughs) You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Hotel Moment Podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe for more content. For more information, head to hotelmomentpodcast.com. The Hotel Moment Podcast is presented by Revenate and produced by Make More Media. 